back Buffalo Bills fans, it's time for some pre-game rumblings. This is your weekly show to get you ready for kickoff for the Buffalo Bills game. This week, it's on Monday morning as the Buffalo Bills play on Monday night football. We've got a few different ways we're going to analyze the upcoming Bills game against the Tennessee Titans, the Buffalo Bills home opener. While you're here, if you like what you're listening to on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network, give us a subscribe, give us a like, uh, give us a review over at the iTunes store, whatever you can do to help us out and spread the word of the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. All right, let's get into it without any further ado. We've got three big questions. Let's go. Question number one has to start with Derrick Henry. What's it going to take to stop the King? Henry took one run, 74 yards to the house against the Bills in 2021 as part of a 20 carry, 143 yard performance. Buffalo was largely able to bottle him up though outside of that one play, but that one play obviously can change a game and Henry's run did that. Uh, Historically, Henry has been slow to start in the month of September. He averages just four yards per carry. He's on the wrong side of the age line for running backs. He didn't look good in week one against the Giants coming back from that injury. May have played a part in that, but it's been a while since that injury now. Um, It's going to be a big game for the Buffalo Bills backup defensive tackle, subbing in for an injured Ed Oliver and a limited Tim Settle who barely practice this week. It's also kind of going to be a prove-it game for Tremaine Edmonds, the linebacker. Uh, He's going to have to do a lot better with his run fills this week against the Tennessee Titans. The entire offense runs through Henry, even on the play-action passing game from Ryan Tannehill. So if the Bills can, again, get that front four involved like they were able to against the Rams, albeit in a much, much different way, it's really going to help the, the back seven of the secondary, but the linebackers are really going to be devoted to stopping the run. So it's going to put more pressure on those young Buffalo Bills cornerbacks in the secondary if that defensive line cannot step up and really make an impact against Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans running game. Our next question is how big of a deal is a limited Gabe Davis to the Buffalo Bills offense? Davis tweaked his ankle in the final day of practice getting ready for the Titans, we don't know the severity. Some media reports indicate it could be very limited on Monday night. So what's the next plan? What are they going to do at boundary receiver? They don't really have an obvious option. You have to go all the way back to training camp where rookie Khalil Shakir was working in at boundary receiver, uh, but he was inactive for the season opener. Uh, Jamison Crowder has played outside as well and could be in line to see even more time here in week two. But the biggest concern for me is their lack of preparation. Because the injury happened during the last practice, how many snaps did they even get at the boundary position in place of Gabe Davis? They didn't get those live reps during practice. Like if he had been hurt in last week's game, they would have been able to kind of game plan for that. And then during practice, those guys could have had extra time with Josh Allen getting ready to play boundary cornerback for this high-powered Buffalo Bills offense, and now they don't have that option. I'm sure they're going to do some walkthrough stuff, and I'm sure they did on Sunday, and and maybe even a little bit on Monday, where they're you know just kind of laying it out and saying, okay, this is what I'm seeing, this is what 
I would do in this situation. But if Gabe Davis is limited and they have to go with the rookie Khalil Shakir, it, we could see some miscommunication in the Buffalo Bills passing game. Um, you know, Will they put Isaiah McKenzie on the outside and Crowder in the slot? That's another option. Um, we just really don't know what their plan is at boundary receiver. And, and this has kind of been an under-discussed conversation piece, they used Stephon Diggs in the slot a lot last week against the Los Angeles Rams. They're not going to be able to do that this week if Gabe Davis isn't a full go. They're going to have to keep Stephon Diggs on the boundary. And Diggs did not play a full complement of snaps. He was at, like, what, 50 or 60% of the offensive snaps. He's going to be on the field a lot this week. So um, a lot's going to be asked of Stephon Diggs if Gabe Davis is, in fact, limited against the Tennessee Titans. Our third question, who's going to cut down on the mental mistakes in this game? We can recall the final offensive play against Tennessee last year when Deion Dawkins and the entire left side of the offensive line got smashed in while Josh Allen slipped, costing Buffalo a chance to win the game. But that wasn't the only mistake in the game. The long Henry run clearly impacted the final score and you know made sure that the Bills were playing catch-up all night. Allen threw an interception, too. Um, on the Titans side, Jordan Poyer had a pick of Ryan Tannehill. With the um, with the Titans' pass rush hurting and a banged-up secondary, the Bills' offense should have the time and space to get their offense moving. If you recall against the Jaguars last year, the Bills' offensive line was overwhelmed, and they just weren't able to establish that offensive rhythm. They shouldn't have that problem against the Titans' pass rush tonight with Harold Landry out. The Titans' secondary is also banged up. They're missing their top cornerback. So it should give the Bills the space and time to get their offense moving, which can cover up for a lot of their mistakes. Contrast that with the Titans team coming off a sloppy performance in their season opener, and the Bills should be able to play their game and let mistakes come to them. It, it brings me back to like when the Bills were always losing to the Patriots, and the Patriots were just steady, 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 and the Bills would just always shoot themselves in the foot. That's, I think, what the Bills are going to be able to do in this game on Monday night. They're going to be able to let mistakes come to them, and then they just have to take advantage of them. Now that we have our three big questions out of the way, let's get to the Buffalo Rumblings same game parlay for week two, sponsored by our friends over at DraftKings. Each week during the NFL season, Buffalo Rumblings is going to be putting together a same game parlay with our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's analyze some of the current trends for the Buffalo Bills and Tennessee Titans. The Titans only lost two games by more than 10 points in 2021. They tend to keep games lower scoring and close. The point spread made it all the way to 10.5 before being bet back down to 9.5. Now it's a 10. It's just been kind of all over the place. So people are betting on both sides of that line. I didn't use the point spread in my same game parlay. For this week, I do think the Bills are probably going to cover it and beat the Titans by 10 points or more. Uh, I just don't see where the Titans are going to be able to generate enough offense to keep up with the Buffalo Bills. And the Bills just look totally locked in against the, the Los Angeles Rams and really the last several times we've seen them play on offense. So I didn't include it, but I'm leaning that way for the picks that I'm going to make later today. 
So instead of using the points, I'm picking the Bills on the money line to win. I don't see a way where the Titans are going to score enough points to beat the Buffalo Bills. Moving on to the second leg of our parlay. The last time Buffalo scored fewer than 27 points without Hurricane Force wins in play was November. So that's nine straight games that they've been able to top 27 points. There's no Harold Landry for the Titans, no pass rush that I'm really worried about. But the Titans haven't given up 27 points since November either. Two long streaks. In this case, I'm going to take the Bills offense over the the Titans defense for sure. And I'm going to assume that the Bills get to 27 points. With an over-under of 48.5, that means the Titans need to get to at least 21 points if the Bills get to 27 points. But I'm not really buying that the Titans can score 21. These two teams both got to 30 points last year, and if the Bills hit 30, the Titans need to just get to 20 points. That way they're going to hit the 48.5 points on the over-under. It's hard for me to bet unders on this Buffalo Bills offense even though the Bills' defense is super great. If the Bills smothered the Titans like they did the Rams and they just keep going and allowing less than 17 points a game, it's going to be hard to not start betting more unders. But for this week, the two legs of my parlay are the Buffalo Bills to win, straight up money line bet, and I'm taking the over 48.5 points. I just think the Bills are going to remember that game last year, remember the game the year before that, And if the offense is clicking, you know, they could cover the over-under by themselves. Every week this season, we'll be cooking up our own parlay that our good friends at DraftKings will put right on their homepage for all of you, our loyal fans, to follow. Be sure to check out our Twitter feed, at Buff Rumblings, and there will be a direct link, or the show notes will take you over to DraftKings Sportsbook, and you can make your bet right now. Each week, DraftKings has new offers and great ways to make your Sunday more fun. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Over at buffalorumblings.com, we have plenty of coverage of the Buffalo Bills and Tennessee Titans pregame. We'll have coverage, obviously, during the game and as well as after the game. So make sure you head over to buffalorumblings.com to get in on all of that great insight from the huge staff over at buffalorumblings.com. The story stream right at the top of the page is your one-stop shop for all of it. It gives you links to all the different coverage we have, how to stop the, the Titans running game, how the Buffalo Bills are going to attack Tennessee, Really, everything you could want, uh, the five players to watch from each team, five questions with our uh, colleagues over at the Tennessee Titans blog at SB Nation. There's just a lot of information over at buffalorumlinks.com for you to check out right in that story stream near the top of the page. If you've got feedback for the show, head over to buffalorumlinks.com and leave your notes in the show notes comments section. Help me get better at this. It's week two for everyone, and we're always self-scouting. Thanks for listening this week, and go Bills.